Welcome all to the Asian Voice Podcast, where a youth-led group of British Asians addressing the underlying issues surrounding Asian prejudice and bringing life to all Asian cultures. In this podcast, we aim to answer the question, what does it mean to be Asian? Hello, welcome to the pilot. We're your co-hosts. I'm John. I'm Rebecca. And I'm Wilson. Okay, so I just want to ask, how's everyone feeling for this first pilot episode? <laughs> we've been planning this for quite a while now, so... Yeah, we've been planning it for a while. Um, I'm so not feeling too bad about it. Okay. Well, you, it's our first episode, so uh, it's going to be a process, yeah. It's a process. <laughs> it's a process. Yeah, right? yeah. So, I think the thing that we have to address is... Why did we start the podcast? Why why did we uh, spontaneously decided to bring about Simply Asian and as a result, the Asian Voice podcast as overall? Okay. I, mean, I kind of think that we have to state the obvious that we kind of want to create a social impact. So in terms of for us, it was for, like to create more equality in society, especially towards Asians. I guess during the coronavirus pandemic, there was a spike in Asian hate crimes and that kind of brought more light to it. We saw a few news articles on it, but still there's kind of a lack of representation of Asian cultures within media and news. Yeah, I fully agree. So we made this podcast just to spread awareness of our culture. Yeah, yeah. you kind of know, but you don't really know how to like express out in words, I guess. It's just yeah, like you, yeah. that feeling, just like from first-hand experiences of being like Asian in like the Western world. Because I remember a while back, do you remember, uh, just maybe a bit sensitive but remember that news article in america i remember there was coverage on uh seven asians killed in like a yeah small yeah. parlor oh you're that, right. was the, that was the only time i really saw like asian coverage i think they didn't yeah, even like yeah. label it as an asian an asian hate crime yeah yeah it was only to when it was to the extreme of like m- like mass murdering it was like okay we got we gotta represent this Whereas, like, this happens, like, on the daily all the times in, yeah, like, I everywhere. Think it's just, yeah, it happens all the time, and it's not really covered in the news. So people disregard it, and it's not really heard about, and it's not really talked about. So yeah. I feel like by doing this podcast, we're kind of opening conversation. Almost like, we're not solving the solution, but we're at least, like, starting it. Like, we're getting it de- like rolling. It's like one rolling. step of the journey, like, one puzzle piece. It's exciting, though. <laughs> it's the first yeah. episode, yeah. All right. So, um, I think... What to say next is um, what inspired the voice, uh, the name like Asian Voice. Like, ah, uh, okay. <laughs> Wilson, you want to take this one because I think it, it was you who like ultimately came to the final. Uh, right, right. Yeah, yeah. So you came up with the idea, the Asian talk or something. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I got off like yeah. um, like Steve Harvey's like talk show. Or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, like like no, a talk like, show. The Asian yeah, yeah. Talk, right. Well, since we are ultimately focusing on what it means to be an Asian, we had to keep like the Asian part in the name. Yeah. Though the talks sounded a bit uh, clunky. But, mm-hmm. you know, replacing the words with the thesaurus. What a, what a guy. <laughs> we yeah. came up with some really interesting ones, though. I think we'll share that in the next episode, though. But we came up with a lot of draft names. It's just like, looking, looking on Asian voice, if you spell out, like, the first letters of each word, it's just like Tav. It sounds a lot better than, like, Tat. The Asian, the Asian talk, yeah. and like if yeah. you're going to abbreviate it, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It sounds sound a bit weird. Like, hey, hey, have you listened to the new Tat episode? It just sounds a bit oh, odd. It does. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. It's not. It doesn't uh, like Tav. It sounds a bit nicer. Yeah, I'm glad we ended up with a pretty good name. I think something to address. All like along the journey of this podcast, we aim to answer the question: What does it mean to be Asian? What does it truly mean? Because 
I think for all of us, we experienced a bit of pers- uh, imposter syndrome. That's it. About right. when we go back to our, our like family's roots. So whether it be ch- like in China or Hong Kong, we always wouldn't quite fit in because they could tell we were like British, and they're like they're not proper proper Chinese. But when we're here, we don't quite fit into the British culture, and it's almost like we're stuck in between this middle ground where we don't quite fit in. So it's more of trying to find where we fit as a community. And that's what this whole podcast is trying to solve. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Yeah, I feel like for us kind of British Asians, we kind of have this kind of identity, quote unquote, crisis. Because from personal experience, when I go back to my country, I can understand the language, but it's to the point where I'm not too fluent in it. So I guess language barriers can also be kind of a problem. And I look Asian, but... I'm not really fully Asian if I can't speak the language. So the language also mixes in with the whole identity issue and, you know. Yeah. Yeah, so the point we're trying to get across is we just don't feel like we fit in anywhere. And we're trying to make it so that people like us can fit in more by just spreading our cause. I think, relating on Rebecca's point, <laughs> I really yeah. do relate. Who here speaks Chinglish? Chinglish? Chinglish. Like, I've spent, like, we, I think we've all spent, like, 10 years in Chinese school and kind of just struggling there. Yeah. Like, I don't think that Chinese really clicked for me until like the last two years. Mm. Like I spent eight years of my life really just listening to the teacher and not even knowing what I was doing. So right. for those for those of you who don't know, Chinglish is like an abbreviation between Chinese and English, and it's like mixed hybrid. Because I think for a lot of us, I don't, I can't speak for everyone, but do you guys have that thing where you can understand it, but you can't quite speak it? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so when, it, yeah. when you try and speak it, it comes out quite weird. <laughs> it sounds a bit broken. I a message, but you really can't. Like, it's like, I want to say it, but it, it's just there, like, on the tip of my tongue. I just yeah. can't say it. I think out of all of us, Wilson has the best like native speaking language yeah, level. It's like definitely. he is he is a proper oh, pro in like, Cantonese. Oh, I just, I just speak it more at home. Yeah, so it's a lot better. Though. It's like pro 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 level. It's a lot better than us. So just a reminder again, what are your guys' Asian heritage backgrounds? Like in like in terms of your mom or dad, like where your where your parents like originated from and what's Yeah, my parents are from uh, Hong Kong. Which used to be part of British, but I think we shouldn't get into that kind of political stuff. <laughs> um, yeah, I was born here in, and raised in London. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Nice. Okay. So uh, both my parents are also from Hong Kong and I was also born in London. So in some sense, uh, me and Rebecca are quite similar. And um, yeah. I didn't- because I knew Wilson's parents were from Hong Kong, but I never knew uh, Rebecca yours were both from Hong Kong. Uh, so maybe I'm just weird. <laughs> I'm just like the only old one out. So my mom's from China. She's from uh, Guangzhou. And then my dad, who's from, he, he was raised in Malaysia and Sabah. Show any Malaysians. There's like, I only know like two Malaysians and that's it. But I think it's a bit weird because like by, technically by blood, I'm, Chinese Malaysian in terms of like from my parents but then like nas- legally like nationally like I have a British passport and I have like a Macau passport so it's like I'm British Macau Chinese Malaysian it's like a whole clump of like identities together it's just like throwing a bunch <laughs> into the mix there right yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like mm. can we talk about how we like all met like how this kind of formed because like I've known Wilson for a really long time same with you John but I knew Wilson like a lot oh, earlier. Yeah, okay. 
yeah. so it really just comes down to parent friends you know and then we just meet each other through that yeah, we kind of just form like this young. asian alliance kind of group this asian friendship group i guess it's very asian common, yeah. whatever you want to call it <laughs> well we can it's like part of well, like what we're trying to talk about it's because in asian minority countries you will you'll find that a lot of the asian people just start making friends with like other asians and that's part of the reason how we meet Mm. I think I've kind of read somewhere where people usually make friends with people who are really similar to them, like yeah, similar well, backgrounds or look alike to them. That kind of yeah, makes sense, think, though. Yeah. There's just it's... that comfort in like being friends with someone that you feel similar. Yeah, yeah I guess it's more like you can relate towards them. You mm. know? Yeah, I think I have the same thing with like uh, people in my school. Like, I have a lot of Hong Kong exchange students, and when when they find out I can speak Cantonese, they're like, "What? What? 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 You can speak Cantonese? Oh my god, your Cantonese is so good!" Well, and it's like, it's not it's not yeah. that good it's like so broken but like okay he speaks cantonese i'm gonna make friends with him like hey my guy yeah, you can probably slide in a few of those cantonese cantonese phrases while you're speaking like, yeah like lay hole well i guess similarities are like the entire base of how communities are created yeah like friendships yeah, yeah. friendships yeah so like how this originally links back to rebecca's like main point before it's like how it originally started um i had the main idea of creating this and then uh, I asked Rebecca if she was interested and then from there we we were both knew Wilson so then we asked him and then it was like formed from there I was glad like, to join it's, it's quite easy because you guys were like really yeah. really like on the like oh cool this is easy I thought there was gonna be a lot of like pushback I'm like oh I'm gonna just have to do this by, by myself but you guys nah. really went with it no, it was a great idea and I was just really excited to join and now we're actually doing it yeah. I mean, I think the issues that we're addressing are quite relatable to us. And I think that we could be like good advocates for it if we strongly believe in what we're doing is a good yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. I think when making this podcast, it's something just to keep in mind that by no means, by speaking out for like Asian racism and prejudice, that by no means is it like Asians have it the worst off. We're not trying to one up any other ethnic group or uh, group of people. We just want to be the representation that we wanted to see when growing up because there wasn't really much of that. Yeah, I guess we had kind of a lack of role models to kind of look up to and relate to. Yeah, so, I guess. The closest thing in the UK is uh, Uncle Roger, who's like London based. Right. So yeah, he, he's like my icon. He's just, he's the best. So I think the Asian voice kind of gives, I guess, a voice to people who want to share their experiences and stories more of an opportunity to do so. Because I guess for us, we I don't think we really had that growing up. See what you did with like the voice, like the Asian <laughs> voice. <Yeah. laughs> so by the word voice, going back to the name, right? It could be also an opinion. So kind of like that part of our name. Yeah, like Just empowerment. Yeah. It, yeah. Like, and wanting to speak out because this now and day and age, anyone can have a voice. If you have a belief or an idea, and if you really work hard towards it, then you can make it reality. Mm. It's just anyone can do anything these days. Right. So something to ask, just throw out to the whole group. What are our values of the Asian voice? So when someone thinks of the Asian voice, what do they associate with it? Oh, well, when I think of Asian voice, right? Oh, first of all, I think of this podcast. And <laughs> <laughs> in terms of, yeah, also in terms of like what values, like what that we stand for like well, we're trying to empower people like us like asians in asian minority countries to speak out and share their experiences with uh, more people because uh it's just not being shared enough and people aren't hearing it mm, yeah i think through our podcast we're trying to not change the mindset of someone but educate them and maybe have like a growth mindset kind of thing 
um, when I'm trying to think of, like, Asian culture or information that I could find on the internet, I know I can search it up, but just off the top of my head, there aren't, like, any places that I think of, and that's probably similar for a lot of other people. So, mm. yeah. Yeah, sure. But I guess we're kind of giving people a platform to speak out and kind of exactly. voice their own opinions. Yeah, it's just, like we said before, just starting the conversation. It's like, we're not going to solve racism just like that, trying to bring yeah, it. Yeah, we're also, like, yeah, hoping to, like, share and celebrate cultures within Asia. Yeah, exactly. I think that people have a lack of understanding within these kind of areas, and yeah. I think bringing light and shedding light on it is quite important in creating a more equal and inclusive society. Yeah, I think it also stems from... It's like the comparison between white people and like Asian people is quite it's quite a huge difference in terms of like in a school setting because I think Rebecca you can speak very passionate about passionately about this but you get constantly mistaken for another Asian and it's like it's something that always really annoys you. Do you want to talk yeah, about, more like, about that? The thing about this is like you kind of feel the teacher doesn't see you as like this other person. They kind of see you as a group. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of they kind of blended you guys with the Asians within one group. I'm an individual. My friend over here that's an Asian is also an individual. And we should be kind of like differentiated. Not separated, but kind of differentiated. like Treated as two different people. It's yeah, like one rather than like one group of like a minority within a class. Mm. Because I think that it can impact someone in a way. I'm not saying it impacted me, but I'm going to say that it can be like quite not great to someone because they might be as, oh, the teacher only sees me as this other Asian in the class, not my, like an individual like Rebecca or some other person. Yeah, almost like seeing you as a group rather than, like you said, an individual it can be like really insulting almost. Mm, yeah. yeah. From my experiences in primary school, there wasn't as much for me. But there also mm. just weren't as many. Mm. I mean, I think in primary school, I think everyone is quite, you know, they're growing up, people throw around words and it's like meaningless. But I think as you grow up, you kind of realize, oh, maybe I shouldn't have said those kind of things. Like, I remember a time period where there was like this whole kind of rhyme thing, like Chinese, Japanese, and people were like pulling their eyes and things. Yeah. And I think that for me at the time, I was like, oh, this is fun. Maybe I should join in. But over time, I kind of realized that was racist. And I think yeah. that's quite important to kind of learn what, what's right and what's wrong. Yeah, now that you say like, that, I, I remember that yeah. happening a lot. Oh, really? That right, yeah. And, oh. like, I think everyone was, like, putting their eyes and kind of being like, oh, I'm Chinese, Japanese, kind of thing. Hmm. Right. I feel like for a lot of Asians, in terms of school settings, because even, like, for me, like, we have to almost, like, play along with these jokes. I remember uh, Ryan Heger, like, his channel, like, he made, like, a sketch about... Uh, being Asian and it's almost like you have to almost play along with these jokes to almost fit in it's like you almost have to embrace these stereotypes that don't define you at all but it's almost like you have to do that to fit in to the norms of the society that we live in here I think it's because if we stood out for ourselves or said something about it they'd be like oh you're being too sensitive kind of just banter you know it's just for fun yeah it's just finding that almost having the courage to speak up about it but ho hopefully through this we're encouraging people to like speak out and saying no that's actually not right you gotta like stand that doesn't fully reflect for what my culture means you're like taking it out of context because i remember this one like stereotype that uh, like came up it does, they don't talk about it now but do you remember when um asians are really bad at driving was a thing 
I don't remember this actually. You don't remember? No, you can uh, elaborate. Yeah. I I don't know. It's like I think it was just on the impression like oh Asians have really small eyes. Oh, but, um, okay. I, I see, oh. Okay, I can see where that comes from. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. If you check out uh Egan's video, that was a stereotype just because they have really small eyes. And by no means that's not true at all. It's just by the implication of it, just by like relating to it, it just became a thing. It spread, and then that was like a really big thing for a while. Yeah. Well, I'm glad it's not staying. Yeah, yeah. It's just, I don't think we're as bad as it was in, like, nowadays compared to maybe, like, 2010 to maybe 2016. It was probably, like, a bit worse in terms of, like, the media. I think now it's a bit better because nowadays we're trying to be more inclusive in the world. Yeah, I think nowadays there's more organizations that kind of stand for these kind of things. And mm -hmm. especially from like the rise of the Black Lives Matter movement, I think people are talking about diversity a lot more now after all of that. Mm -hmm. I think this is a good starting point for us, kind of starting this podcast and kind of introducing ideas of other races and cultures that need to be celebrated. Mm -hmm. Yeah, almost trying to rather than pushing everyone down trying to like lift them up trying to celebrate them yeah i think our main idea is kind of empowerment encouraging people to make you know the change that we want to see in the world mm -hmm. yeah all right well if you're still listening thank you for making it this far and uh let's take a short break This episode of The Asian Voice is sponsored by ourselves. This is literally the first episode of the podcast and without a name for ourselves, who the heck would want to sponsor us? But anyways, it would be cool to get a sponsor in any of our future episodes. So make sure to follow along to find out if we ever get one. And we're back. Thanks again to the sponsor of this podcast episode. Anyways, how's everyone's Lunar New Year? So obviously with the COVID situation going around, we're not really meeting up or anything. So for me, I've just been staying at home and eating tons of candy. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I think you always get like the snacks out. You get like Lindor's, you get uh, Ferrero Rocher's out yeah, on the table. Yeah. You just have a big bowl of them and you're like, oh, yo. And it's like, and your parents encourage you, oh yeah, eat some, eat some, eat some. I'm like, oh God, no, I'll get diabetes from this. Kind of like the kind of Christmas for us. Yeah, yeah. It's always like people saying, oh my God, you guys are so lucky. You guys have two New, Year New Year's? I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. But mm. then it just comes. Because <laughs> then, I mean, it's like, uh, okay, I won't ask everyone how much like, Lacey, Chi, and like Red Pocket money they got. <laughs> well, I, I haven't checked yet. I just like grab them, right? So whenever I, oh. I get it, right? I just, just put it in like, my drawer. Thank you, Auntie. I just leave it there until I need to check later. I don't know. But very important question. Did you take it with two hands? Oh, oh right. Did you, take it, did you take it with two hands and then you have to do the bow? You have to do the bow like three times to show yeah. you. Three times? No, no, no. I'm but three no, times. No, first you reject it a few yeah. times, then you take it with two hands, then you bow, and then yeah. you like accept it. Wishing them a happy new year, good health. There's almost like a script when you receive money. You have to say happy new year. I hope right. you have so good health. There's always that like that. high expectations yeah. for like how it's meant to be done, right? And then yeah. they always say that whole like study well, study well, you know. You mm -hmm. want school. Yeah. 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 I swear it's um, for like Lunar New Year, like people that can get red, red pocket money, it's, if you're still schooling or you're not married yet. If you're not married yet. Yeah. Because okay, yeah. I, I thought it was if you have a job, then you don't get red pocket money. But I know someone that my mom gave money like, to. Immediately as, as you start paying taxes, then you stop getting red pocket <laughs> money. Because <Yeah. laughs> that's how it works. It's, it's in the legal contract of being 18. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or when you become an adult and come out into the working world. So talking about Lunar New Year, let's talk about some of the stuff that we usually do that we can't do now. I think for me, usually I go to Chinatown, which is in London, Leicester Square. 
Yeah, um, that's good. Yeah. Usually they hang loads of lanterns up and it's really pretty. Mm. You can get like loads of food there. Mm-hmm, I mean, yeah. I, the prices are extortionate, but the food is good. I think if it was any ordinary day, it would be all right. But since so many people are trying to celebrate Chinese New Year, even though they're not like Chinese or Asian, like celebrate the Lunar New Year, they just really want to like get involved in the culture. So people like jack up the prices. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They just try and get their money's worth out of people when they try and buy like not mooncakes, um, like traditional like Chinese buns or like takeaways or whatever. It's pretty good. True, it is really crowded during Lunar New Year in Chinatown. But obviously uh, this year is not as much. Usually you could probably go and watch the Dragon Dance, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which they always have every year, and that's really entertaining. Yeah. By the way, Happy New Year to Tiger, guys. <laughs> right. What are your Zodiac signs again? Zodiac um, signs? You're a dog. No, sorry, not, not, not Zodiac, Ch- Chinese Zodiac. Zodiac signs. Yeah, you're <laughs> a dog. Uh, dog. Um, I yeah. am the rooster, or as I like to say, the chicken. Okay. Oh, yeah, rooster too? Yeah. Oh, nice, nice, nice. It's one of the same years, yeah, I think. No, All right. we're in Are we? Yeah, it's kind of weird how yeah. the dates work out because I know this year's Lunar New Year came especially early compared to like normal time. Right. right? Usually it'll be like mid February, sort of. Yeah, yeah. But it came like on the first day of February. I'm like, whoa, I'm still in school, guys. I still have work to do. There's no time to celebrate and like have dinner out with families and stuff. Right. Because the lunar calendar is different and that's mm. why it's funny. The lunar yeah, calendar. Yeah, I think it changes normal. like every year. And I think that usually it falls within that half time in February. Yeah, it's like the moon cycle, isn't it? Mm. Like yeah. how the moon progresses, yeah. It's just how it is. <laughs> you can't change that. So what do you guys, like, in terms of, like, in your family, when you're really intimate, when you're just your family on yourself, what do you guys do for like, Lunar New Year? Whether that just be eating dinner or, like, I don't know, any new traditions you guys have? Right, so for me, usually, uh, like, New Year's Eve, Lunar New Year's Eve, right? You mm-hmm. would have, like, the, the big, big meal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? <laughs> and then on the morning, you would have to eat a specific dish right before you could eat anything else and you also have that i think it's like year cake like uh lean goal i don't really know what's called yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but like the saying is like yeah they, they say like lean goal lean lean goal which is like eat the, the cake thing right it's kind of hard to describe and, it. like every year you'll grow taller that's kind of what it means like lean goal lean lean goal you know like mm-hmm. the funny saying oh really i yeah, know i didn't know that's that that's why i thought this is why your cancer needs is better than all of ours. You actually know cultural sayings, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just hear it all the time. I yeah, all the time. exactly. Gosh. Um, yeah, usually before like the Chinese New Year official day, we kind of like clean out the house, hang up decorations, kind of you know. Right, you have to you have to tidy up yeah, the house. Yeah, you kind of have to prepare. And for it's it. like that funny thing where they always make you get a haircut before because you can't cut your hair. You like, can't two cut weeks your hair during. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to keep in the luck. Well, I didn't cut my hair, so I've just stuck with really long hair now. Not that, mind, looks, not that I mind. It's giving me like major like Carnegie vibes from like Tokyo. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like edgy, that really long kind of emo hair. hair. It's cool. It looks nice. Wait, do you guys have that thing where I remember my mum telling me this, but apparently on the eve of uh, the Lunar New Year, you're allowed to eat meats, but on um mm. on like the day, you're you're supposed to be vegetarian. Apparently, right? Yeah, yeah so that, that's so, what yeah. I was. That's what I was trying to say earlier. You know, when I said you have to eat a specific dish, for, was that how, how we do it, you have to eat the vegetarian dish first. And then in my family, you can just eat whatever. Yeah, yeah. I think for me, it's like in the morning we eat vegetarian. Yeah. So it's kind of like beans yourself, like, like not too like heavy, like meats are like quite, yeah, we eat vegetarian in the morning. Mm. I think it's different for like other families depending on how they celebrate it. 
Yeah. Does anyone actually know why we do it? Because I remember my mum saying um, it's because on the on the proper day of uh, the Lunar New Year, it's like less killing of animals or something like that. Yeah. Maybe it's just but, like trying to be clean. Oh, <laughs> uh, so like. So out of like the whole Lunar New Year calendar, it's like all Asian people are just like vegan for one day. <laughs> Maybe we should have been. Yeah, because I think on New Year's Day, I think my mom told me something about not using sharp objects such as like scissors or knives when cutting things. Really? Kind of like yeah. Okay. Wait, sharp object. Wait, why is that? Maybe um, it's a lot of what's it? What do you call it? I forgot the word. This is the first time I've ever heard. Really? Yeah, I've never heard of this before. Wait, what have you heard of this? Heard of? Like, not using sharp objects on New Year's Day. No, no one's told me that. Really? No. It's always just coming together as a family and celebrating a meal and then like seeing where everyone's going up because I know for like my Eve gathering with like a lot of like family friends and my mum's sister's family, it was just seeing where everyone is. So everyone's grown up. So one of my mum mum's friends, like children, they're, they're out in the working world and it's like really cool to see them. Oh, wow, you've grown up. You're so big. I remember when you were really small. <laughs> yeah, it's always like the aunties like saying, oh, you're so grown up. You're so cute Wow, last now. time I, I've seen you, you were just a little child or something. Yeah, <laughs> it's really weird to say, oh, God, stop it. It's so weird. Because <laughs> it always yeah, like... There's always that auntie that's like, do you remember me? And then right. you were just like... And they were like, you were like this tall when I saw you. And <laughs> they like, just dish out compliments. Auntie, I definitely man. remember you. I, <laughs> I definitely remember you. Honestly, it's always the worst thing when they ask. Eye, yeah. It's always the worst thing when they ask, so what's my name then? Oh, yeah. Like, she just feels oh. like guilty. Oh, oh no. <laughs> you just leave <laughs> name like, um, I don't know. Yeah, you can try and like waffle your way through and like try and like figure just, out that like, name. stand there smiling. Just stand there and smile. Just be like, mm-hmm, yeah. Smile nice. and wave, boys. Smile <laughs> and wave. <laughs> smile and wave just like accept a red pack it's like bow. I think New Year is a really good time to kind of get the family together, kind of celebrate together. I think mm. it's really important for us. What do you guys like eating on uh, Chinese New Year? Because um, I know it, like loba go or uh, oh a, that stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's a oh, it's it's called radish white, cake. Radish cake. Yeah. Like a, I was about to say white carrot cake. cake. It's like oh, <laughs> I don't know what to do. Anyways, yeah. it's like it's really popular, isn't it? On Chinese it's New Year, really popular. Like yeah. everyone's making it. Everyone's I eating mean, it. Like I think even you can in, get out like a dim sum place. Yeah, yeah, in dim sums, you always get it. Like people order right. it. That, that's like a must dish to have, and you get like different variations. Do you have that but... thing where like you would give lobak gold to other families, right? And then you would all just taste it, and you're all trying to compare the lobak golds. And... You'd be like, which which mom's lobak gold tastes the best? Which yeah, one is do you, better? Do you, do you, do you have like that? this one or do you like this one? And mm. most of the time, you're probably like, I can't taste the difference. <laughs> they all taste really good. Like this one has like a more firm texture. <laughs> so or this one has more MSG in it. Or this one tastes more salty. Or this one tastes like nothing. Or Damn. do you like the one with more sausage in it? Or do you like the one with more onion in it? Or do you like this one? Or do you like that condition. one? Yeah, but in the end, it's, yeah. it's practically all the same. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. No, I, mean, I, I, I love it. I love, I, I love Lobago. I, 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 yeah. I, I, or you can say your mum's is the best. Yeah, that's true. Because then all the other parents would be like, your child is so nice. They like look up to their mother. <laughs> Do you guys uh, believe in like the Chinese zodiac with like all the things? Yeah, of like how Rebecca's um a dog, and then we're both roosters. Do you believe in like the superstitions behind? Yeah, yeah, it? like a That's the word superstition. Yeah. Oh, oh, was that the like, 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 Oh not... wow. Okay, well I, I figured it out. Superstitions. Yeah. Yeah. But do you guys believe in that though? So, like, so I don't believe in superstitions. No. no. They are no, quite I think fun. That, it's more of a traditional kind of mindset. It's kind of like yeah. If you've grown up with it, if you've known that like your whole life, I think I guess you could stop believing it. It's kind of like religion, but not really religion. Because 
like just looking here, it's like for typical Chinese zodiacs for like dog characteristics. Wait, do you guys want to have a guess what characteristics would be if you guys want to have a guess? I mean, dogs are like really, they're kind of a companion, right? Yeah. yeah, we say it's man's best friend, right? Man's best friend, definitely. Yeah, like like loyal loyalty. Yeah, yeah loyal. What well, says here is they're reliable, loyal, faithful, honest, kind, cautious, and prudent. But if you replace that with every other sign, true. Yeah, yeah. but if you think about uh, just okay, looking well, at maybe it looking at sense. roosters, it's deep thinking and very observant. But it also says they're anxious and aggressive, so it's mixed. I think deep thinking probably yeah that'll relate with me. But I can't really agree with the other like negative ones. Yeah, I kind of think that's the whole idea of like zodiac signs in general, like even the star sign kind of thing. It's, if you believe it, you believe it, and then if you don't believe it, you kind of it's there, but it doesn't have that much of an impact on you. Mm. It's always yeah. cool to like see the different zodiacs though, just like compare. Yeah, the dragon does seem pretty cool, right? Yeah. Apparently, like Chinese people are like reading about this. Some parents delay their births or like prolong their pregnancy so they get year of the dragon. Damn. Because apparently it's meant to be almost like the best one, but it's almost like associated with it for them being like hot headed or something like that right. so it's just mm. a lot of tons of superstition yeah yeah in, it's just in the traditions yeah but it's always cool just like saying oh wow you have dog or whatever because i know my dad's a snake and my mum's a dragon and it's like and i'm the kid who's just a rooster so it's just a bit <laughs> hey i think i think chickens are pretty cool I'm, i don't like saying rooster chickens just makes it seem well making more fun of myself self-deprecating comedy is that what it's called it's like <laughs> If you say chicken, I just feel like I'm going to get eaten up by one of the other zodiac animals. But oh, like rooster, rooster just seems a bit more powerful. Than I, just, I just think of like a, like a, just a chicken, uh, just like waddling around. Just a chicken. <laughs> one characteristic that's for a duck. Oh my bad, my bad. But chickens can waddle too. around. Uh, any waddle away, waddle waddle. <laughs> the very next day. That's, oh, like, that, that's, that's good song. So. I usually, like, I don't think this is a traditional thing of, like, Lunar New Year's or just, like, news in general, but I always, like, tend to make uh, resolutions for myself on these almost, like, restart periods in time when it's, like, a fresh ah, new okay. Lunar New Year. <laughs> because for us, we have, like, the traditional New Year, then we have the Lunar New Year, so if I fail my New Year's, I sit on the calendar one, I can restart on this one. <laughs> so it's almost like a do-over. <laughs> so do you guys have any that you'd be willing to share? Resolutions, right? This year, I didn't make any because... Really? Yeah. Uh, do you not make any, usually? No. Well, I usually kind of make something small or just something I want to do, right? But oh, okay. uh, I've decided that since I never usually follow along with any of the resolutions, Maybe just oh. not make one. So then, like, the goals that I want to achieve, I don't have to make them resolutions. I will just try work towards them anyways. And mm -hmm. if I don't get there, I won't be like, I'd have to say, oh, I failed my resolutions this year or anything. Oh, okay. So, like, almost if you don't. It's the lazy man's way out. Yeah. Me. Mm, that's fair. I guess everyone's got their philosophies. You, you just got to respect that, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I've got a really, like, lazy way of thinking. It's not, I don't I want to say you're lazy. It's just more of just. Mm, like, I'd say you work right. hard towards the things that you want to achieve. It's like you're more. I'm min maxing. I'm min maxing. Minimum effort, yeah. maximum result. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I think that's something that we could all. It's like the whole kind of don't work hard, work smart. Yeah, that's something we all like commonly fall into. Working smart is also basically just working lazy. If you think about mm. it carefully enough. The irony. Yeah, just talking about podcasts, I think our ambitions, what are we hoping to aim for in this podcast or in terms of the milestones that we're hoping to achieve and potential things that we could do in the future? Well, this is the first episode, so that's probably why this 
episode hasn't been too structured. It's just a bit yeah. like conversational. In yeah. the future, we hope to bring more question prompts and discuss more detailly. So mm-hmm. it'll be a little bit more structured, but still have that conversational tone. Yeah. Yeah, I think that we kind of had this idea of having a really conversational discussion type podcast so that it kind of was more engaging to the audience. And I think that it kind of makes for a better podcast. Mm, yeah. Because what we hope to do is to bring on friends that are from like different Asian backgrounds to get or what it means to be like that kind of Asian. Because when people think of Asian, they probably think of like the Eastern Asians, but it's so much more than that. You got Eastern, you got Middle Eastern, uh, you got Southern Asians. It's, it's quite yeah. encompasses quite a lot of diversity right. in it. So that's something that we hope to advocate for and just bring awareness to. But yeah. <laughs> So in our future episodes, we would like to bring on guests from different places, but also we might try to bring on some influential guests that you may already know, possibly. And hopefully that would be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that might take a while. <laughs> it might take a while. Yeah, but... it, will, it, will take, it will take a while. I guess we should we aim, aim high, aim high. Aim high. Okay. Yeah. Who's high on the uh, celebrity personnel list? For... I want to get. Yeah, we want to get on. Jay Lu. that that that's a, solid definitely shout. One. that's a solid shout. How about some yeah. Uncle Roger? Uncle Roger, nice, nice. Emmy Wong would be cool. Emmy yeah. Wong, yeah. And then Stephen He. Stephen He, yeah. one guy. Like he he makes a lot of funny like Asian skits. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Like he's made like so many short clips, and that those actually would just make my day. Whenever he comes up with a new video, it's just an instant click. It's just he's right. the best. <laughs> yeah, I think that Jay Lu content is really relatable. I think also her perspective on the Asian culture is quite different as well because mm. I, I think she's a creator that was born in hong kong but she, she's mixed so her dad is french i think and then her mom is from hong kong yeah so she has like that asian face mm-hmm. but not fully asian but she can like speak full cantonese which is really impressive mm-hmm. people kind of think oh but she's mixed shouldn't she just speak english or something yeah and she's done it's like the whole idea that your face doesn't really match what comes out of your mouth I think she's such an icon in terms of like Asians in general, especially for Chinese and like Hong Kong people. She's such an advocate for and she's really done well for herself trying to like advocate for Asian equality and stuff. Another like guest that would be cool to get on is um like actors. There's a lot of like Asian actors which would be really cool. Mm. So All right, actors. I'm, I'm talking like um like recently Simu Liu. Yeah. Uh, who does maybe, play again? Shang Chi. Shang Chi. Right. <laughs> I kind of, kind of, kind of forgot, forgot, I forgot. And then there's uh, Constance Wu, who's all, who's been in Hollywood Constance for a long, long time now. And mm. Gemma Chan, she's British, and I think she was raised in Kent, so she must like have that first-hand experience of being British Asian. But you know, yeah. it would be beautiful to get on, but almost impossible. Who? Jackie Chan. Oh my god! <laughs> because I yeah. think that uh, sort of the Bruce Lee, Jackie Chan martial arts movies. That legacy, yeah. Yeah, that's like the first time Asian representation was really shown in like the movie industry. Mm. Yeah, I think that people mainly get the whole Asian stereotype first exposures from like movies such as The Karate Kid and stuff like that yeah stuff like that so Mm -hmm. it'll it'll be great if we could ever get someone like that onto the show I think that's our god level like ultimate ultimate goal in the end if you're like like when I said aim high like this is high this is too (laughs) high (laughs) (laughs) that'd be really cool though but but maybe you can like invite some advocate of diversity and like people that know how to talk about stereotypes and things like that they are already like advocating for these kind of things doing campaigns and like asian awareness or like trying to fight back against stereotypes but yeah that's just something to think about yeah. mm. 
So thank you for listening and making it this far. That about sums it up for this episode of The Asian Voice. If you would like to follow us along in answering the question, what it means to be Asian, give us a follow on our Instagram at The Asian Voice Pod and on our Spotify, The Asian Voice. Bye! Bye.